are listening to Focus on the Bible. Have you ever thought that some people can't be saved? That for whatever reason, some people will just never be able to go to heaven. Maybe you might be afraid that that unsaved person might be you or maybe someone you love. Well, I have good news for us all today as we focus on the Bible. Let's talk about this. Are all people savable to God? Or is someone left out when it comes to the eternal plans of God for people to be saved? There are a few reasons that I find that some people, individuals, are afraid that they might not be on God's saving list. Here they are. There's a person who thinks, well, I'm afraid that I have too many sins. And because of the number of my sins, God must not love me. He could never, ever forgive me. And there's no place in heaven for me. Too many sins, they say. Another person might say, well, it's not that I have all that many sins, but some of my sin is so bad. Some sin is just too bad for God to ever forgive. And then another person might say, well, I'm just afraid that maybe God just doesn't love some people. I know some preachers who actually tell people that God doesn't love everyone, that not everyone can be saved because they haven't been picked by God. Is that true? Is that in the Bible? Maybe God just doesn't love some people. And what if I'm one of those? Well, according to the Bible, friend, we get good news about all these questions and all these fears. I'm going to John chapter 3 and verse 16 for an answer today. Good news from the Bible. The Bible says God loves you, and He loves you just the way you are. John chapter 3 and verse 16 says, For God so loved the world. Now the word so here is not a quantity word. It doesn't express how many gallons of love God has, or how many pounds of God's love. No, it's a word that says how God loved. This is how God loved the world. So the Bible says that God, how did He love the world? That He gave His only begotten Son. That's how that God has loved the world. And so everyone in the whole wide world, including you and whatever loved one you have that might be afraid they could never be saved, is in fact loved by God. How? That God, for all of us, has sent His only begotten Son into the world. The Bible says that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. When the Bible says whosoever, of course, it's referring to anyone in the whole wide world could be saved by believing in Him. There's no such thing as a person who can't believe in Him. Whosoever will may believe in Him. It's all up to the person. But what a shame that a person wouldn't believe in Jesus Christ because they're afraid they have too many sins for Him or that their sins are maybe too bad for Him or that God just doesn't love them. 
when the truth is God loved the whole wide world and has loved the world in that Jesus, the only begotten Son of God, has died on a cross to pay that sin. That's the good news of John 3.16, the most familiar Bible verse in the whole Bible. John 3.17 brings more good news. It says this, Jesus did not come to this world to condemn you or anyone else. John 3.17 says this, For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. So why did Jesus come into the world? He said in Luke that He came to seek and save that which was lost. And since all of us have sinned, we all were lost. And so Jesus came for all of us. But when he came for us, he did not come to find us to condemn us for our sin. No, he's not our problem. He's our solution. He didn't come to condemn us, he says in John 3, 17, but that the world through him might be saved. And so everyone in the world has sinned and everyone in the world has been loved by God. And they've been loved in that God came for them to seek them, to save them who were lost. Everyone has a Savior who has offered Himself as the one and only solution for our sin problem. But make no mistake about it, not you, nor a friend, nor anyone else in the whole wide world has been condemned by Jesus because of their sin. I have more good news for you. God proved that love for you when Jesus died on that cross. No one else has ever proven their love in such a way that they would take the sin of all the person that is loved and die for that sin. Rather than blame you, Jesus Christ took the blame in your place. I'm going to Romans in chapter 5 and verse 8 says this, but God commended His love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christ Jesus did not come to die for righteous people. There were none of those. He came to die for sinners. When did He die for sinners? When they were still sinners. God did not require us to fix every problem, to change every wrong thing, to fix our sin in order to receive His love. No, He loved us from the beginning, and He commended His love toward us while we were still sinners. Jesus died on the cross for us. Isn't that good news, friend? I want to expand this passage a little bit. There's a condescending order here of people for whom Jesus died. Verse 7, he says, For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. In other words, he says there's a very small chance, there's a very scarce chance that any person would die even for a righteous man. And then he says, Yet peradventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. So we go from a righteous man now to just a good man. A good man is less than a righteous man. 
And he says, for a good man, there might be someone who would die to save that person's life. But then in verse 8, he condescends again, and these people are sinners. They're not righteous, and they're not good men. They're sinners. He says, but God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ did die for us. Hardly anyone would ever die for even a righteous man, he says. There might be a person found who would die for a good man. But for us sinners, the worst kind of person, Jesus Christ, the greatest one of all, died in our place. It's the best news in the whole wide world. Friend, you cannot make God love you because he already does. And there's no way that you could make God stop loving you today because he already loved you at your worst as a sinner and died for you in that condition. You can't cause him to love you and you can't stop him from loving you. And that his salvation has already been provided and offered to you as a gift from God. I'm going over to the back of the Bible now to a special passage of scripture. 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse number 3 through 6. Here's what the Bible says. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior who will have all men to be saved. And to come unto the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. What's the good news here? Well, the good news is that he will have all men to be saved. There there is not a single person outside of the reach of God's salvation offered through Jesus Christ. Do you understand what this verse means? All men may be saved. There's no one who has too many sins. There's no one who has sin that's just too bad. And there's no person out there at all that God just made up his mind a long time ago to not love that person for whatever reason. These things are just not true. All men can be saved. All men can come to know the truth. He says here, because there's a mediator between God and men. What is this? The mediator is a go-between. He's the middle man, as we say. And Jesus Christ is that mediator middle man who's the go-between between sinners and God. And when Jesus Christ came to mediate, he came to represent us before God, and he came to represent God before us. God's position is that he is holy. Our position is that we are sinners. God's position is that he loves us even though we are unlovable. Our position is we have no way to ever earn our way into God's holy heaven. But God has come from heaven to earth to represent sinners at the cross. It was there he took our sin and paid our fine. You can't do any better than that as a mediator, can you? He paid the fine of sinners, which was a death penalty that cost him his life. 
So if you have ever been afraid that maybe you're on a list of people that God made up his mind that he doesn't love them for whatever reason, well, you could throw that list away. There is no such thing apart from the figments of people's imaginations. God so loved the world and the mediator has come for us all. And that mediator, verse 6 says, 2 Timothy 2, 6 that he gave himself a ransom for all. Your ransom got paid. Listen, friend, here's the truth. Some people, in fact, won't go to heaven. It's true. There are going to be people who are lost from heaven and go to hell forever. But it's not because of one, two, or three. It's not because the person had too many sins for God. It's not because the person who's a sinner has some sin that is just too bad for God. And it's not because God, for whatever reason, decided to not love that person. No, no one goes to hell for any of those reasons. Why? Because Jesus Christ already loved that person. And Jesus Christ already mediated for that person. Jesus paid the ransom for all those people. But there will be some people who die without ever trusting in the mediator Savior that Jesus Christ is for the whole world. And because they die without ever believing in him, they die without the benefit of the mediator. I'm going back to John chapter 3. Let me show you what I say is simply from the Bible. John 3.18 says that the whole world will be split into two groups. Some are saved, some are lost. The ones who are saved go into eternal life with God. The ones who are lost are separated from God forever in a place called hell. John chapter 3 and verse 18 is so simple. It says it like this. He that believeth on him is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Friend, today I'm in group number one. I know that I'm not condemned by God because Jesus Christ took all the things that could condemn me and bore them in his own body. He died for all my sins that were laid on him. All your sins were laid on Him, too. But are you in Christ today by believing in Him? If not, won't you? Right now, where you are, trust Christ to save you to eternal life. Thanks for joining us for Focus on the Bible. For questions or comments about this episode or another biblical topic, you can mail us at Focus Ministries, P.O. Box 498, Danielsville, Georgia, 30633. For more information about our ministry, you can visit our website, www.freddycoyle.org. That's F-R-E-D-D-I-E-C-O-I-L-E.org. This is Focus on the Bible.